Universities and colleges exist to serve students. It is not the other way around. Liberal is not a bad word, particularly when it is found in front of arts education. A liberal arts education, however, should qualify you for more than moving home after graduation. I would hope that every student upon graduation would have a working understanding of world religions, personal and national finance, public speaking and writing, international geography and politics, and appropriate scientific and computer knowledge relevant to his or her discipline. Sit in the front of the class, take notes, read your assignments, make a master syllabus for all your classes, and make sure the professor knows your name. Being a good student, like success in life, largely depends upon showing up. Thank your parents for doing a good job, or begin the process of forgiving them for their shortcomings. You cannot fly with wings like eagles if you have a weight holding you down from the past. If you cannot do this alone, get some professional help. If you see one of your friends coming out of the counselor's office, don't be surprised or whisper to another friend, I didn't know he had a problem. The only people in life who do not have problems all live in the same place, and that place is called the cemetery. The rest of us, we've got problems. Do not be afraid to take risks. Failure is only a brief stop on the way to your future success. If you are growing as a human being, then you will always be a freshman at something. Don't be afraid to try new things. You can learn more from your failures than you can from your successes if you will allow yourself. One corporate executive told me that he never asks a potential hire, tell me about your successes. He said, by the time these people get to me, they have been screened, their resumes have been looked at several times. I always ask the potential hire, tell me about your biggest failure. If they tell me they've never failed, then I know that they've never set their goals beyond their grasp. If they tell me that they failed because they were working with a bunch of idiots, I know how the person will feel about me in six months. But if they tell me that they failed, identify some causes, some things they would have done differently, then I know that I have a potential hire, someone who has set their goals high, has worked hard to achieve them, and when they failed, got up, dusted themselves off, and moved forward. We put way too much attention on degrees and letters after a person's name. Some amazing people never went to college or finished school, but they have a PhD in life. I'd advise you to listen to them. Here's a good reason to study and learn. The more you know, the more choices you have. More choices equal more opportunity. A meaningful life is a life filled with choices. As knowledge is power, power is choice. Choice becomes a vehicle to do good things for yourself and others. But this all begins in the acquisition of knowledge. So study and learn your entire life. You should take one hour a day, 30 minutes for exercise and 30 minutes for prayer, meditation or contemplation. Pick one. Make a to-do list each evening for the next day's activities. Sleep six to eight hours each night, eat breakfast, and watch your productivity soar. Being behind in coursework is the number one cause of stress for students. Jazz great Wynton Marcellus once said, everyone has something that defangs the wolf at the door. I would suggest good nutrition, regular exercise, and a prayer life rather than fast food, watching TV, and the corner tavern, or your home's couch. Take some time 
to fuel the fire inside yourself, and it will clearly defang the wolf at the door. What are the problems that get people down? Problems in the areas of alcohol consumption, other drugs, bad decisions in terms of relationships, bad choices. My dad drank himself to death one month before my first child was born. Every child should have the chance to know its grandparents. What a shame. If you have problems when you drink, then you're a problem drinker. I'm a problem drinker because when I drink too much Jack Daniels, I think I get better looking. I'm always around bright, attractive young women. And sometimes when I've had too much to drink, I can't remember what's her name's name. You know my, uh, my wife, that's it. So the best thing for me to do is to know my own formula, which is no drinks is great. One is good. Two is fine. Three is eight. Because there comes a point at which I'm not making good decisions. I want you to just be honest with yourself. If you have problems when you drink, then you're a problem drinker. It's interesting that abstaining from the use of alcohol has rarely caused someone a problem and has never caused a hangover or a drunk driving arrest. What makes people happy? In our society, many people think money makes people happy. Being needed is what really makes people happy. Being counted on, being trustworthy, having other people that are counting on you to do your very best. If money made people happy, then our nation would be the happiest country in the world. Yet we annually spend $150 billion on alcohol and import 150 metric tons of cocaine. If we're so happy, how come so many of us have to live our lives sedated? We are the most sedated society since the fall of Rome. Operative word, fall. People sometimes tell me they don't drink a lot of alcohol, but they do smoke marijuana because it's just the same as alcohol. I always say, really, when was the last time one of your friends who wasn't stoned ate a five-pound block of cheese? You can fool yourself and play the game, but the reality is it's not the same in the eyes of your state or federal government. As a matter of fact, check the box that said, have you been convicted of a misdemeanor or felony? And call me when you get your first job interview. There really are four responsible choices related to sexuality in the 21st century. They are abstain, or use a condom, use a condom, and use a condom. The first choice, abstain, is the wisest and the safest and comes with the fewest next morning regrets. I have known a lot of great friendships ruined by the introduction of sex, and I've known quite a few poor relationships that were prolonged by it. What does your experience tell you? I wish young people would abstain from sex until marriage, but if you don't follow this path, then do not die of embarrassment or poor planning. Sexual abstention nearly eliminates the chance of AIDS, greatly reduces the possibility of pregnancy, minimizes the opportunities for sexually transmitted diseases, and surely decreases the potential for sexual flashbacks on your honeymoon. If someone attempts to give you 10 drinks in the first hour of the party, then they are not trying to get into your mind. Be smart. Men who date women should treat them like they hope to God somebody's treating their younger sister somewhere. I lettered four years in Division I baseball in college and spent a lot of time in locker rooms. I never heard the following conversation. Hey, do you know that girl? Yeah, she's really loose. Yeah, I respect her too. The fact of the matter is, is that if you pass it around all over campus, male or female, you're not going home for Thanksgiving dinner with anyone.